0: Are you looking for healing from past hurts and traumas? Maybe you're feeling stuck and you're not quite sure how to move forward into the dreams that God has placed on your heart. Well, One thing that I focused on this past year is healing, spiritual, emotional, and physical healing. I know that when we are in alignment in all three areas, that there's freedom and the ability to run in what God has for you. And for many of you listening to this podcast, that has to do with pregnancy, birth, and motherhood. How can you be the best mother you can be if you're still stuck in old patterns caused by past experiences that haven't been processed yet? Could a past birth trauma be holding you back from pursuing your purpose? Could your child be suffering due to trauma they experienced in the womb? If you're currently looking for healing, I know you're going to want to tune into this episode. Freedom is waiting for you, sister. Now, today, I bring in my friend Laura Milliken on the show to talk about a faith-based therapy called Splunkna. She dives into what it is, is it new age, who needs it, and some objections people may have. Um, and also, how you can jump in if you're ready to start peeling off some of those layers of negative emotions keeping you stuck. But before we get into the show, I do want to formally invite you to the Peaceful Homebirth Retreat this July. This is a faith based homebirth and postpartum preparation event. There will be breakout sessions for both currently pregnant or want to soon be, as well as postpartum healing sessions. You do not have to currently be pregnant to come. If you're hoping to have a home birth, or you're just curious, maybe you have this deep desire to find your tribe and learn, rest, heal, all while preparing then you're not going to want to miss this. The Lord is so good and has provided a beautiful place to meet. A generous host is allowing us to gather on their wonderful property. And because of this, the ticket price can stay low and you have until May 31st to register. Space is limited, so make sure you grab your tickets as soon as possible. There are accommodations available upon request as well, so reach out to me if you're interested in that. And Just as a reminder, this event is free, plus accommodations for my PHP students. So if you want to learn more about becoming a student, make sure you fill out an application. Go to bit.ly slash phpapp to fill that out today. And for everyone else just wanting the retreat, you can register at peacefulhomebirth.com slash retreat. Also, have you RSVP'd for our monthly Village Women's Circle yet? This will be a wonderful time of learning, gathering, knowledge, encouragement for one another, and experiencing healing that comes from women supporting women. It's going to be amazing. So click the link in the show notes to RSVP and let's get into today's show. Welcome to the Peaceful Home birth Podcast, where your journey to a joyful and empowered birth experience begins. I'm your host, Ellie McLean, a registered nurse, home birth coach, devoted wife, and proud mother to four incredible kiddos. I've walked the path from trauma to triumph, and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. At the Peaceful Home birth Podcast, we're more than just a show. We're a community of dreamers, believers, and fearless mothers-to-be. If you're seeking to reclaim your birth story, to transform fear into confidence, and to embrace the beauty of home you've found your tribe. My own transformative journey began with a traumatic C-section propelling me on a quest to uncover the power of home birth. And now I'm on a mission to help you rise above your past, prevent needless C-sections, and stand firmly in the certainty of your dream birth. As a devoted follower of Jesus, I believe that His divine design for birth is inherently good. It is a reflection of His love, strength, and grace. If the dream of home birth has been planted on your heart, know that it's there for a purpose, and I'm here to stand with you as you pursue it wholeheartedly. In a world filled with racing thoughts and doubts, I'm your guide to taking those thoughts captive, making them obedient to Christ, and replacing them with the liberating truth. Together, we'll navigate the challenges that lie ahead, finding not only freedom, but also unbridled joy on your path to motherhood. This podcast is a haven for the woman who has faced the darkness of a traumatic birth and has questioned whether home birth is within her reach. Here we shatter those doubts. Join us for illuminating interviews with remarkable birth workers who share our reverence for the sanctity and splendor of birth. Listen to inspiring women as they recount their triumphant birth stories, each a testament to the strength that resides within you. So whether you're just starting to explore the world of home birth, or you're already on this radiant journey, The Peaceful Homebirth Podcast is your sanctuary, your wellspring of knowledge, and your unwavering support system. Get ready to be inspired, to be empowered, and to embark on a path that leads you to the birth you've always dreamed of. It's time to experience the Holy Spirit's power, to embrace the beauty of birth, and to create a legacy of love and strength. Are you ready to transform your birth experience? Let's dive in. Hi, Laura. Thanks for coming on the show. I'm so excited for today because I love when I get to interview my friends. I know. I've been looking
1: forward to this.
0: This is so, so fun. So Laura just got uh, or just started a podcast of her own with a co-host. And so we're going to be talking about her specialty and what her training is in today. But we've been nurses together for years now, which Mm -hmm. is so crazy to think about. And so just our lives are heading in directions of healing, and we just um have very complimentary things. So I'm really excited to talk about your specialty today. And I just know it's going to help a lot of people because it's really helped me. And so I'm Just excited to talk about that and share some stories. So before we hop in, would you just share a little bit more about who you are and what you do?
1: Yep. I am a mom of five first. I'm a stay-at-home mom most of the time. Just started homeschooling for the first time this year. Two of my kiddos, my third grader and my fifth grader. Uh, I have been a nurse all of my adult life and recently stepped aside from that job to do my... Splankna practice, which is my therapy practice now. Uh, currently just once a week because of the homeschooling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but yeah, just kind of had a recent, pretty drastic job change. Mm-hmm. But like you said, all of my career paths have been in that line of just kind of working with people and in, in a healing modality. It used to be with physical bodies and now it's more with the mental emotional.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is a big transition. I know doing homeschooling and really having your own business and podcasts. And so we have a lot in common. And so I just love um, to do life with you and see where God is taking us. It's so exciting. So can you explain for my audience when they hear Spalakna, they're like, I've never heard of that yeah. before. I guarantee it. So yes. would you <laughs> explain what that yeah.
1: is for us. So splunkna is a weird word. I will say that is what everybody says when they hear it. And it's because it's from a different language, it's a Hebrew word or a Greek word, meaning guts, because it has to do with your insides. It's like your internal world. And it's this idea that when we go through trauma, when we have strong emotions, our emotions are not just experienced in our brain, which is historically what most people have thought, but your entire body experiences emotion and your body stores emotion. So if you've ever heard of, this would be along the lines of somatic work, somatic meaning body. And really, I didn't have any context for this when I was a nurse, because if it doesn't grow in a Petri dish, it's not real is kind of how I felt, you know, like it has to be something you can measure or grow or see under a microscope or This abstract stuff was just hard for me to wrap my head around. But when I heard someone say, you know, when you're nervous about something and you get that pit in your stomach, that's an emotion being experienced by your body. Or you get inspired by this amazing video you see and you get goosebumps all up and down your arm. That's emotion showing up in your body. Um, So all of those experiences, I was like, okay, that helps me connect where emotion shows up. And it's not just, in, that was my the thing that convinced me that emotions are not just in your brain. So my introduction to Splunkna, which I guess in the simplest way to say what it is, is it's just a trauma therapy that addresses the emotions that are stored in our body um, was through my son. And it was because he's 11 now, but when he was three, four, five years old, He had the most debilitating separation anxiety, and he was our second born. Our first born had never experienced anything like this. So, you know, as a mom, you're like, what happened? What is wrong? And, you know, we couldn't even take him to grandma and grandpa's house. We couldn't drop him off at church. We couldn't have babysitters. We would have babysitters call us and be like, you have to come home. This is just, I can't do this. Um, So we took him to pediatricians. We changed his diet to gluten-free we took a, I took parenting classes and I just kept saying something is wrong with him this is not normal nerves leaving mom and dad and it just got so bad that um and this continued all through preschool but in kindergarten you know you pull up in the drop off line and your kid is supposed to jump out of the van and be like bye mom and go to kindergarten well All my older son did that, and the neighbor girls that we drove to school did that, and my son Noah would hide underneath the seats in our van, screaming, yelling, I'm not going to school, and his whole body got taken over by this fight-or-flight response. It was intense, and it was every single morning without exception, so we would park, then we would drag him kicking and screaming into the school, which was traumatizing for him, traumatizing for us. We hated having to force this school transition every day. The principal would come. She'd take him from us. She'd bring him into her office. He'd have to calm down with toys for 20 minutes, and then she'd walk him down to his room and this was just normal life with Noah. And it had been like year number three because this is how preschool went as well. So out of desperation, we ended up driving him to Colorado to do a Splunk Nest session because a friend of ours had gotten trained in it. And my husband was really on board with it. And I kept telling him, don't do it. No. Because <laughs> we didn't we didn't have a lot of money back then. It was going to be an eight-hour trip. I had just had our third kid. So I'm like, uh. This is going to be a waste of time and a waste of money. But he thankfully stood his ground, drove Noah eight hours to get this Splunkness session done. And I'm thinking he doesn't have any trauma. He lives in a great family with a great house. It's not like he's experienced abuse or neglect or a car accident. So I'm like, there's no way this therapy is for him. Well, just to summarize it and not get too in depth. I mean, this boy's entire life changed in one day and it doesn't always work that way with Splunkna. It's not always just one day and then everything's changed, but for whatever reason for him, it worked that way. And what came up in his session, the trauma was when he was nine months old, which came up in muscle testing Because Splunkna utilizes muscle testing to kind of access the subconscious part of the brain. Nine months old, and the emotion was fear. The central emotion that came up through muscle testing was fear. And my husband was like, nine months old? I can't think of anything that happened when he was nine months old. And then he's like, wait, I think that might have been the time I had taken Noah to my friend's house in Iowa. All the adults were hanging out in the kitchen. Noah crawled around the corner just like exploring the house and tried to go down the stairs and, and ended up falling down the entire flight of stairs, wooden non-carpeted stairs all the way down. And it was such a bad fall that like he was in chiropractic care for many months after that. Cause it messed his hips up. I mean, it was a big, big fall. So she did a session on that. And what came up in this session in muscle testing and with her emotion chart and through prayer was, um, Noah had come to this agreement or this understanding of the world that was not true, but it was imprinted on his subconscious mind is like, if I leave my mom and dad, bad things happen. Because if I would have stayed in the kitchen by my dad, I would have been fine. So no problem. I'll just never leave my mom and dad. And if he did have to leave us full blown panic, fight or flight, survival mode, cortisol, like turn into the Hulk, the whole thing. So this woman cleared the emotions that came up on this emotion chart via muscle testing. And then through prayer, she broke this lie, like, um, you know, my husband and her prayed over Noah and like on behalf of Noah, we break all ties and agreement with this lie that I'm only safe if I'm next to my mom and dad. And then Heavenly Father, would you please come and fill the parts of Noah that have been living in this place of I can't leave? Would you restore truth into his spirit, soul, and body that you are with him everywhere he goes and it's okay for him to separate from mom and dad for periods of time? You know, just Mm -hmm. restoring the damage that had been done through prayer. And that next day in Colorado, Noah walked into... um like a kid's ministry at a new church that he had never been to before. And my husband called me basically crying. He's like, I don't know what just happened, but Noah just went to kid's church. Well, back in Omaha for Noah's last two years, we couldn't get him to go to church because he was too terrified to leave us. Even walking into a church that he'd been at his entire life, walking in with his older brother, who was his safety blanket, we couldn't get him to go in. So we just sat in the hallway most Sundays. I mean, it was so drastic and so, so fast. So anyway, that made me like I I don't know what this lady did. I have no context for it. It seems wild that you can do therapy on someone's subconscious brain, but I can't deny what happened to Noah and neither can anybody else that knows him. My mom, my friends, coworkers were like, whoa, when they saw him after that, like they could see his whole body relaxed his mm-hmm. his intensity relaxed he became just like a happy kid again so anyway fast forward 4 or 5 years later then i went and got trained in it and now yeah. i've been doing it for 2 years so long answer to say yeah if i had to summarize what splunkna is it's a somatic therapy that addresses the subconscious part of your brain That is faith-based, allowing you to release stuck emotions that you kind of get stuck in your body or shoved down during trauma so that those stuck emotions don't become triggers for you of anxiety, depression, sleep disturbances, illnesses, relationship issues, etc., etc. The list goes on and on.
0: Yes. Oh, my goodness. I could talk about Splunk now forever. And I'm so excited. I would love to share my story kind of at the end of this episode, just about the work that we've done together. And but before we do that, I want to give my audience a little bit more of a picture of what this looks like. So a lot of times it's scary for people to like, Especially Christians who've never heard of a certain therapy before, thinking like, mm-hmm. is this biblical? What is muscle testing? Could you go into maybe giving us a picture of if they go into this therapy? One, can they trust that it's Bible-based? And mm-hmm. two, can you explain what muscle testing is and kind of what that hour session would really look like?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. Um <clears throat> so When I got trained in this um, and I read the book, this book called Splunkna, I had those exact same questions, um, especially just having no context for what this is. And um, when I went to go do the training, that's when I was like, oh my word, this, I don't know... um, still when i was a brand new trainee i still don't know how to wrap my head around this but when i was in training when i was practicing splunkna in the beginning it felt like i was just hanging out with jesus it felt like my prayer time it felt like um the more i practiced splunkna the more i practiced hearing the the voice of god the the closer i got to just him. And I think large majority of that is because the entire thing is just bathed in prayer. So a typical session, if you sat in my chair for an hour long splunkna session, we start with this prayer that is so beautiful. It's written out and you, you know, it's not like you read it word for word, but it is this gorgeous prayer of submission of like, Hey God, we are just here to do whatever it is that you have for us. Like our desire would be to work on this person's anxiety that follows them everywhere. But God, if in your wisdom, you have a different direction that you want to take us today, you're in charge, not us. Like we come with um, laying down all of our plans and preconceived notions and say, we're coming in submission to you. Uh, We pray to just kind of shut down any kind of spiritual warfare that might be present Um, just to lay down any, anything that might be in the way of God, just doing his thing. And so it comes, starts with that whole premise of just like, all right, God, what do you want to do? We're here. And as you do a Splunkness session, it is so cool. I mean, almost every time, you know, you're telling your client like, Hey, I want you to be open and listening because the Holy Spirit just, he just does speak during this time. We've, we've set apart this hour. We're asking him to bring us to an event that is a significant start of this anxiety for you or whatever it is that you're working on. And these emotions will come up and all of a sudden my client will say something like, okay, this is so random, but this memory is coming to mind. And I haven't thought about that in like 20 years. And I'm like, that is the Holy Spirit." He's showing you where we're headed. He's showing you what happened 20 years ago that has been lodged in you somehow because it hasn't been able to be processed. So let's go with that. And it is this practice of the practitioner and the client trusting God, following God and listening to God. Um, and I've been a Christian my whole life and you know how it's like, it always makes me think of that verse that says like my sheep, they know my voice. I'm the shepherd. They they're used to my voice that doing these Splunkna sessions is like, you just know, like it is such an intimate, intimate time with the Lord. It's just so precious. Um, so anyway, that is my favorite part of it is just the, the connection and the practicing of hearing God's voice The muscle testing part of it is, and I always tell my clients, I don't know why it works this way, but for whatever reason, God has created our body with two parts of our brain, our conscious mind and our subconscious mind. The conscious mind is the part of your brain that it's like a file system. You can open the drawer, you can pull out a file anytime you want, you can read it, you can put it back and you can shut the door. It's retrievable. The subconscious mind is an amazing record keeper. It can remember everything you've ever been through, even back to in the womb, but you can't actively retrieve it whenever you want to. It imprints these truths or lies onto the way that you live life, but it operates almost in a way where you don't even know that it's happening. Um, Your subconscious mind works in the way of like if this is a little abstract a more concrete example would be like you know when you just drive to work and all of a sudden you're like in the parking lot and you're like how did I get here <laughs> it's like you've done it so many times your subconscious part of your mind was the one kind of piloting that your conscious mind was thinking about like oh I've got to remember to get a babysitter for Tuesday and oh wait oh shoot I still haven't found those keys I got you know you're and that's why you're like how did I literally get to work and I didn't have any conscious awareness of it. Um, So anyway, the muscle testing part of it is what's accessing the subconscious part of the brain. So as an example, when people come to my office, I have them hold their arm out and this is how we do the muscle testing. And they're holding their arm out straight ahead of them, not like terribly strong, but strong enough that if I push gently on their wrist, that there's a little bit of resistance there. And then like Allie, if you were doing it, I would say, okay, I'm just going to show you how this works. Your name is Allie. And I would push gently on your wrist as your arm is out in front of you and your arm would kind of have this weakness or this bounce to it. And then I say, okay, your name is Jenna. And I press the same amount, not any harder on your arm and your arm will stay totally straight and not bounce and not have that like weakness. So that, that bounce is the yes, it's the, this is congruent, this is true. And so we're able to use that muscle testing with these emotion charts to find out like, hey, what got stored in you? What got stuck when you went through that car accident or when you grew up in that home or um, when you got fired from your job or you went through your divorce or whatever it is that you're working on? I can use that same muscle testing property to figure out what emotions got stuck, how old were you, what was the event? Um, And then ultimately culminating in when we go through trauma, we tend to change our paradigm. We tend to change the way we think about the world or how it works or ourselves or who God is. And I think a large part of that is because spiritual warfare speaking the enemy kind of knows when we're vulnerable and he knows when he can kind of kick us when we're down and he's a deceiver so if we're vulnerable and he can get us to believe a lie because our defenses are down or because we're feeling desperate um it's kind of a, a hook line and sinker so splunk always points to like what was your paradigm shift what lie did you start believing about the world about god about yourself because if we, if he can, if the enemy can get us to believe that lie, that's an open door, that's agreement. When we come into agreement with him intentionally or unintentionally, there's an access point there. So really all Splunk is, is identifying that, shutting the that access point, shutting the door. God, I repent of any agreement I've ever given the enemy in this realm of depression, um, in this realm of anxiety. Uh, would you come and would you restore that in me? Would you come and speak truth where these lies have been present and where where they've been operating? Um, yeah. So that, that I would say is like a summary of when you're coming to sit down, you're here. It's bathed in prayer the entire time. We're both listening to the Holy spirit. We're identifying stuck emotions. We're identifying the lie that you started to believe. And then through prayer, just breaking that lie, kind of ripping up that contract And honestly, it's oftentimes a little anticlimactic because you're like, okay, that's it. And they're like, really? Okay. And they go about their day. And then I get a text message a week later, two weeks later. It's like, oh my gosh, you, I feel so different. I feel lighter. I am not getting angry as often. I'm sleeping better. I haven't had those nightmares in two weeks, whatever it is. Um, you start to see it kind of play out as the days and weeks go on.
0: Yeah, it's, it's amazing and fascinating. And the subconscious, this is, I started listening to a bunch of stuff on neuropsychology and learning Mm -hmm. about the subconscious and the conscious. And I'm like, for me in the birth world, I'm like, why are people making certain decisions and to, you know, experience things in different ways. And I was just really trying to figure all of that out. And so really, it is so amazing that our default uh, actions and our default decisions oftentimes are coming, or all the time are coming from our subconscious. And so if there is something that we have not dealt with, that can take our lives on certain trajectories that we're like, I never made a conscious decision to do that. Why did my life end up this way? You yeah. know, for people who are like planning a, a natural birth and then they end up like with an epidural and a C-section, they're like, well, it just happened to me. And it's interesting when you're so in this world, I can call often a, a C-section from a you know, months prior. I'm like, oh, I wow. can see how your birth is going to turn out. But because there's things not dealt with in that subconscious, because they're making decisions out of a place of previous trauma or deep, deeply held belief systems, their desi- their default decision making is leading down a path that they can't even see. So this mm-hmm. is where I see Splunknet as so really such a great tool for people to find freedom and to walk in alignment with what God's will is for their life, because if we're just operating out of a out of a trauma, out of previous experiences that are holding us captive, we're not going to have the fullness of of life that God desires for us. And so there I I in a part of my coaching program is I I give them the option of doing a smokna session, uh just because I, it's been so powerful for me. And I see that when you access that subconscious. Um, oftentimes there's so much freedom that we had no idea was ever needing dealt with mm-hmm. so it is it's powerful but I know there's people out there who are like well why can't you just pray like could you just not do the muscle testing and like why why does God have to use muscle testing in order to access the subconscious can't you just like prophesy and like, boom, there's your subconscious problem yeah. or lie that you're believing. So where did the muscle testing come in? And why is that a thing? If somebody even came to you and you're like, I just, I feel like I'm morally like against muscle testing, but could you still do Splunkna? Um, yeah, that's a great question. That? Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's a thing called listening prayer Splunkna and it really was created so that you could do Splunkna virtually over Zoom. Um, and obviously I cannot muscle test you over zoom if you're in California and I'm in Nebraska. Um, so you just, you remove the muscle testing and you just say, okay, I'm just going to listen and ask the Holy Spirit what it is that is contributing to this intense life experience that you're having, or these, uh, feelings of self doubt or whatever it is that you're struggling with. And then you just do the entire thing through listening prayer. So, um, you could do that in person. If someone said, I'm not comfortable with the muscle testing, you'd be like, great, that's fine. Let's do it. Listening prayer. Not every uh, practitioner, um, y- you know, does that or practices that or has been certified in that, but there are a good amount that do. Um, and as an example, I went into the spunkness session yesterday and even driving there, I was just praying, you know, just kind of like, okay, centering my head, you know, uh, because, <laughs> Life is like okay, get the cereal, go get the kids' shoes on. Come on, we gotta get out the door. door, door. And I'm driving there. I'm like, okay, I need to like get my head focused on Jesus before I get to my Spontane sessions. And I just felt like the Lord started giving me the emotions as I'm driving, and I'm like, hold on, God, I don't have a pen. (laughs) But it was like He He played the He prepared me. He's like, this is what it's gonna be about. It's gonna be a generational thing. And He said the central emotion is gonna be bitterness. And I was like, that's not even on my emotion chart. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I know. That's what I'm telling you. It's not on the chart. It's bitterness.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: And I was like, okay. So this is not typical for me, but I have been doing so many more listening prayer sessions lately. So I'm like, okay, this is kind of fun. So I get in front of my client and we start the session and we open it in prayer. And I'm like, I just have to, and I just went through muscle testing and I'm like, everything that he showed me, I just muscle tested through it. I'm like, are we doing generational today? Yep. Is it on the mom side? Yep. Was it this many generations back? Yep. And was the central motion bitterness? Yes. Everything tested. Yes. Um, and I'm like, okay, well, this makes it easy. And we just jumped right into it. And it was just because the Lord was like saving me time. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, totally fine. If you're not comfortable with it, you can just find a practitioner who does it. listening prayer.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. That's uh could you talk more about the generational things? I know that growing up I was like generational like God doesn't, you know, punish us for like the whatever problems that our fathers had or whatever mothers. So I know mm-hmm. some people are probably having a hard time understanding what what is generational? What could be in my generation that is causing me problems today?
1: Yeah. So generational isn't about the punishment of God. It's about, um, the agreement. So I talked a little bit about coming into agreement with the enemy opens a door. If you have a family history of people coming into agreement with a certain thing, um, it opens a door and for whatever reason, and I don't think we really know why some things get passed down generally generationally and some things don't. Um, but that, spiritual open door can show up as something that just keeps happening in a family. So you might see a family, like an obvious example would be alcoholism, right? Like it just keeps happening over and over and over again. It could be something just as simple as bitterness. It could just be, Oh, when I hang out with that family, it is like, I have to run to keep my soul alive because they are all just so mad and who knows what they're mad at. They're just always mad. It's just who they are they're they're uh, out to get vengeance and um it could be a pattern of just broken relationships it's like nobody can figure out how to stay married nobody can figure out how to make a relationship work and this it's this pattern of broken relationships in the family and sometimes that's learned behavior and sometimes there's a spiritual component to it and it can go back to, I don't know, four generations back, for example, it could just, it could be something that started, um, and there's an agreement there that needs to be broken. And some believer who can say, Hey, this ends with me, I'm going to be the cycle breaker. I'm going to bring this to the Lord and be like, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to just let the enemy run around my family and just give into this idea of like, yeah, I guess we all just get divorced. I don't know. It's just what we do. We can't figure it out um and it is biblical the the bible says like the sins of your fathers can be passed down generations but also the blessing of the lord can be passed down generation to generation so all of it is just identifying the areas of life whether it be through trauma or generationally that you have come out of alignment with what god has for you and just realigning part of that is just recognizing so When you say like, why can't you just pray? Why does it have to be muscle testing? You absolutely can pray. If you notice something in your family that just keeps happening and the Lord is saying, Hey, I'm, I'm pointing this out to you for a reason. I want you to come to me in prayer. I want you to recognize and to stand in the gap and be the cycle breaker and heal and receive what I have for you in this area. So it doesn't keep getting passed down. You absolutely in your prayer time could be like, okay, okay in the name of Jesus, I, on behalf of my entire family, I come against this pattern of divorce and pattern of broken relationships. And in any and all ways that I've ever contributed to that or believed to the lies, I repent of that. And I ask you to come and make it right. I ask you to come and sever all ties I have to this lie that this is just my lot in life. And instead, God, would you come and put your truth? You've created me for a firm foundation and a healthy family and to be a Amazing supporting spouse. And the truth is that I have the ability to choose an amazing healthy spouse. And we can both fix our eyes on you and walk through this life and have um, a marriage that does not fall apart. And you're standing on these truths. You're asking the Holy Spirit to come and repair generational things in your family. Um absolutely you can do that. I think one of the ways Splunk is helpful is you don't know what's out of line. Because you've lived it your whole life. It's been there for 20 years. You've been bitter for 20 years. It just feels like your personality. Much less it's really hard sometimes to figure out, like, where did this bitterness come from? Is it generational or is it from when I was a teenager and this unjust thing happened to me? Um, But certainly you could ask the Lord and be like, where does this bitterness come from? And then you can pray through coming out of alignment with it. But I will tell you, we did pray for my son, before we took him to Splunkna. And I am a obviously huge believer in prayer. And I've seen the Lord do amazing, miraculous things through prayer. For whatever reason, he also uses Splunkna very, very powerfully. Um, I don't know why. I don't know why when we prayed for my son, he wasn't radically set free. But when we did Splunkna, he was. I do know that it was all in submission to Jesus, though.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So let's transition and talk about, since this is a birth podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> and women care so deeply about making decisions that are good for them and their babies. And they're, they're really wanting to avoid trauma like that. I can tell, or I know that that is the main reason why people are choosing to home birth is either they've experienced a traumatic birth in the past Or they've just heard a traumatic birth and they're like, well, I don't want to do that. So I'm going to pursue home birth. So that being what this podcast is about, do you have any input or something, anything to say about trauma that happens to a mother during birth? How, if you've seen any sessions that you've done with people regarding that or trauma that the baby has experienced, um, Can babies experience trauma in the womb? What could that look like? Um, Mm -hmm. Could you speak to any of those? Okay, and now it's time to share one of my sponsors with you. After my first birth, which ended in a traumatic C-section, I started researching literally everything, including things that go in and on me and my family's body. I started getting rid of everything, first starting with cleaning products and then over-the-counter meds, but makeup has been the hardest thing for me to replace. It seems as all the natural makeup is in powder form, and with the type of covers that I like, it just was not cutting it. That's when I found Araza Beauty's All-In-One Coconut Cream Foundation. This foundation actually improves my skin while providing sun protection and, of course even coverage. With a dewy finish, almost like a BB cream, it's perfect for everyday wear. Plus, it's packed with ingredients like jojoba oil, probiotics, antioxidants, and zinc oxide, which provides SPF 28 coverage. I also love that Araza Beauty is a woman-owned and dedicated to giving back to victims of domestic violence. I feel great about supporting this company, which makes its super luxurious makeup even more satisfying. Now, i recommend with starting with the foundation. Uh, see what I did there? Foundation. <laughs> you won't regret it. Just to make it easier for you, Araza is giving my listeners a special discount of 15% off. So go to arazabeauty.com and use the code EMPOWEREDBIRTH at checkout.
1: Yeah, so womb trauma is actually a very common thing to address in Splunkna. And it's just kind of this idea that like a fetus, a baby is so aware even though they don't have english words to describe what they're experiencing they're still experiencing um <laughs> i remember this story this is like it was so eye opening for me because i think before this happened to me i would have thought like a baby in the womb doesn't have any awareness of the outside world they're just floating around waiting to be born but i was pregnant with my first son and i was pretty pregnant i mean like the big belly you know sitting on the couch like maybe 30 I don't know, 35 weeks or something like that. My husband, just being goofy, just being funny, came around the corner and he goes, boo, and kind of scared me. Just kind of like, I don't know, just to, that's what boys do, right? (laughs) And I jumped a little bit, but my belly jumped so drastically. The baby inside of my stomach heard him, first of all and reacted with a startle response and I just was so shocked and it changed my paradigm of like oh my word this baby has not even been born yet and it just got scared and Mason my husband was like down by my belly like I'm so sorry baby (laughs) I'm so sorry (laughs) this is daddy (laughs) you're okay and we were both like we didn't know that was possible Anyway, so all that to say, they're still having a very real experience, even though they can't tell you about it in English words once they're born. So um, as far as womb traumas, babies can experience trauma absolutely, not even just in like a car accident if you're pregnant or, um, you know, kind of some of those obvious ones. But I've done sessions with people on, you know, the... The mom was really desperately wanting a girl, and when she found out it was a boy, that heavy, heavy disappointment can be experienced by a fetus, by a baby. And I want to say that if that's been you, there's no guilt with that because I've been in that position before. Just it's just the same thing. It's just pray over them, like, hey, God, if any way my disappointment of this gender has affected my baby. I pray that you would redeem that. I pray that you would come in and wipe all that slate clean, clear any emotion they might've felt or experienced because of that. Because we are human. We are going to be disappointed. We are going to be shocked. I have bawled my eyes out when I found out I was pregnant after a vasectomy. And I've done sessions on my own daughter about like, I don't want her to grow up with this subconscious thing of like, I was not meant to be here and I'm unwanted, right? Like I came after a vasectomy and my mom cried for months. (laughs) and it's like of course I don't want her to have that experience but I'm still I was so overwhelmed and sad and of course now we can't imagine our life without her and we're so glad she's here but it took a while and so I've done sessions with her about just like being um, confident in who she is and her existence and the fact that God gave her to us and those kind of things Um, you could do sessions on um, so current stats right now are like somewhere in the 40% realm. Um, a lot of pregnancies start out as multiples and on the microscopic level, sometimes that second, um, egg that gets fertilized will just dissolve and you'll never, ever know it was there. But for some reason, there are a lot of spontaneous sessions tied to that. That is a big deal for the baby that continues to grow. Um, and it shows up a lot in people's lives of like, they just subconsciously feel like something's missing. And it can sometimes be tied to even addiction issues. Like they're trying to fill this hole. Something just doesn't feel right. Something feels like it's missing. And I'm trying to make that feeling go away. Um, one of my most powerful sessions I've ever done was on that. And the, the woman didn't know she had, um, it's kind of like a, a disappearing twin syndrome. Um, but her whole life she had these behaviors that were searching behaviors and never satisfied with what she was looking for never content and when we did this session um it affected her marriage it affected the way she was able to show up as a mom um it was affecting her ability to be pregnant herself it like had so many layers of healing um yeah so it it could be anything from your family didn't want you to have another baby or you know all of those things the the baby can experience in the womb and you can do a session on you can do a session on a baby when they're still in the womb so if you did go through a car accident you could do a session on the baby before they're even born um because like you said it is largely so prayer focused um but for the mom like if you've had a previous traumatic birth before and now you're pregnant, or let's say you've had a miscarriage before and you're now you're pregnant again and you just feel like you can't breathe. I am so tense. I'm white knuckled. My anxiety is through the roof because I've been through this trauma before where I lost a baby and it was devastating. And I don't know if I can handle that again. That is an amazing time to do a sponkness session because you're still living in this reality of loss, even though you are you're real reality is life. You have life inside of you, but you almost can't even get there and appreciate it or live in the present moment because you're stuck in the loss that happened two years ago. Um, or you're dreading the birth of your second because of how the birth of your first went and your due dates getting closer and closer. And you're, you just feel your body tensing up. Like I can't do this. I don't want to do this. Oh gosh, it's coming that's an amazing time to do a spunkness session cuz those emotions from the first birth are just being triggered like a raw nerve the closer that second due date gets and it just um you're not in a place of like huh, relaxing okay god you've got this i'm partnering with you i'm locking my eyes on you you're going to get me through this second birth you're praying through it you're believing your faith is in him um so, again, it's just that realigning your thoughts and emotions from trauma to Jesus, not letting the trauma win and have the the final say.
0: Yes, and that is so much of what I did in between my traumatic birth and my first home birth, and there was so much intention that went into healing trauma and just, like, asking the Lord to reveal any lies or anything that I have believed, any decisions I made out of fear I repented for, like all of these things. Um, and that's so much of what I help my clients with is kind of discover, okay, what is the lie that I have been operating out of? So I love that Splunk and I can come alongside of that. And just, you know, there is something to be said about doing the work and like, you know, taking thoughts captive, making them obedient to Christ. Like if your thoughts are just running amok all the time, like we can, we can take our thoughts captive. Like the Lord commands us to, in fact, that's for our good. Right. And then on the other side of it, having that spiritual freedom come along and um, break any agreements and lies and vows that you've, you've made. um, It's just so powerful when done in tandem. So I love that Splunkna, um, is a tool that we can use. And on the note of um, you know, womb trauma, I was not going to share the story, but I had a splunkness session. I think I don't know if I told you about this one, but I had a splunkness session of um when I was, I think I was like a 10 week old fetus. And mm. that is when my sister passed away, my older sister, and I went to uh-huh. I, I I was pregnant at her funeral. And so I had always felt like I had a twin and I was just like, why do I feel like I should be a twin? Like I shouldn't be the oldest child. I just so much struggled growing up with, I have responsibility. I shouldn't have ever had at being an oldest Mm. child and I could never figure it out. Um, My birthday is tomorrow and I've always had so much uh, trauma around my birthday because I, I never felt celebrated enough. And it was because as a, as a fetus, as a little tiny baby, I didn't feel celebrated as like in the womb as a new life because yes. everybody was grieving my sister. And so yeah. I just got looked over, Um, which in my whole life I felt like, Oh, I've just been looked over. Like nobody sees me, which is, it was like the most transformational powerful thing I've ever been through and my life has radically changed and like I was never able to share this story without sobbing so like (laughs) literal full body sobs so the Lord just uses this for so much there's so much freedom in this and just as we close I one of the sessions that we did together when you had first started learning this I love your stories being shared because i I, I've seen the progression of like the parenting and just the wisdom. You are always known to my mom as the girl who gives parenting advice. Like, why don't you just talk to your friend who gives parenting advice? Oh, I love that your mom knows me. She does. She does. She loves you. <laughs> So I, I love to see the, the progression of what the Lord has done in your life and all the stories, like how he's using you so powerfully in this. It's been so amazing. But one of the first sessions you had just been training and you're like, I had no idea what I was doing.
1: You were so sweet to be willing to let me learn with you.
0: (laughs) Why not? I don't know what this is. We'll try it. Like I have no concept of anything. So we go, I go over to this house, our friend had, or my friend had opened up her house to us and just, we're, we're going to see what happens. And I did not come in with any agenda. It was just, okay, Lord, if there's anything you want to work on, like we're here, please reveal it. And you started muscle testing and going through all of the emotions. And I don't, remember the exact emotions that came up, but it was from when I was 19. In college, I had this boyfriend that I was just so in love with. And I had created in my mind, like, this is the life we're going to have. And I was just devastated when that ended. And it felt like a part of me was broken and in a way that I've never experienced before. So after doing all of that, I like you said, sometimes it's just like not overnight. Honestly, I left being like, that was fine. Like, cool. Yeah, I'll trust that the Lord does something with that. Yeah, It was a month later, I text you and I was like, Oh, my goodness, Lord, I have been having migraines once a week. Like it started with once every six months. And it started when I got pregnant with my first child. And I'd never had a migraine in my life until after I had had her. Um, and I just, or no, it was when I was pregnant with her, I started getting migraines. So anyways, they just increased in intensity until I was getting them once a week. And then after our slunkness session, I didn't get one for over a year, which was just, it was amazing. Like unheard the, of at the, that point. Yeah, there was no way I would have never thought um that I, I could find so much freedom and health. Like in my body, there was such, I don't know. I don't know what it was exactly that was causing the migraines, but whatever this vow was that I was believing, um, I think it was a vow that, Once I got broken off, my migraines were healed, which is just amazing. That's a good point.
1: When I got trained in it, I didn't really understand that emotions can cause physical symptoms. mm -hmm. I just thought emotions would cause mental or emotional symptoms. Mm -hmm. And that is one thing that has become my new favorite thing to work on is physical symptoms that Mm -hmm. not all physical symptoms have an emotional root to them. But if you've been to the doctors and they've said, but they're, you're fine. All your blood work is fine. We can't find anything wrong on the scans. You, you're you fine. And you're going, I'm not fine. That is a really good indicator that there's probably an emotional route to whatever it is you're experiencing. So yeah, migraines I've worked with a lot and had some really cool stories. Um, I had somebody with just uh, really severe digestive issues that was like, in, I think we did two or three sessions before she was like, I have my life back. Like I am a normal person. I don't have to live in the bathroom anymore. Um, and it was this, I can't even remember what emotions contributed, but it was, it was this, um, understanding this thing that had happened to her when she was a kid. It was like her, her mom and dad were gentle and caring to her when she was sick. But other than that, they were kind of neglectful and ab- abusive. And, So she had all this digestive stuff going on, and it was this commitment subconsciously that she had made that the enemy basically tricked her into, hey, if you just stay sick, people will stay close to you and be gentle to you and love you. And so you're like, deal, done. And so we broke off that lie that people will only stay close to me if I am needy and sick. And we asked the Lord to come in and heal and replace that with the truth. And her digestive issues went away. I had my own lump in my shoulder like for years every every night my husband would just if I I would just sit in front of him and he just knew to start working on this knot it was like a golf ball size knot in my shoulder right shoulder and I just have an experiment when I was first training I'm like I'm just gonna do a session on myself and see if this thing has any kind of an emotional root and honestly I didn't think it would work but I finished the session no big deal whatever forgot about it and then like the next day I'm like it's it went away. <laughs> and I literally, I still don't remember what the session was about, but it was something. And I just did the thing, prayed it through it, released the emotion. And this golf ball size knot that I had had for probably three years, it disappeared and it's never been back since. Um, So it just really changed my paradigm. Like your physical symptoms can sometimes have emotional roots. And I don't even understand how it all works. I just know that it does. And I know that the Lord chooses to use this as a powerful tool.
0: Yeah. I I was always hearing you talk. It's like, okay, this makes sense. So when I am working with clients, I'm very much on the thoughts, right? Because the thoughts precede the beliefs. Mm -hmm. So before you have this subconscious belief that gets stuck and it's causing body symptoms and you know, all of these things, like if I was working with somebody and she would, she would have said like, oh, I'm just like sick all the time or even before that, you know, just saying like, if I was sick, people would care about me. Like that was a thought before it ever became a belief. Mm-hmm. So catching those thoughts before you make agreements with it, that's where I, I love to focus, especially in like pregnancy and birth and motherhood, because it does impact outcomes. And so then I'm sending people to you and like getting the splunking dealt with for people who've already, like had those thoughts, they're not thoughts anymore. They're like so deeply embedded. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, it's like your personality. Um, It's so deeply embedded into you that we need that that dug up. And I will say, I have had over the past few years, as the Lord is just exposing and working on things in my heart, I just want to warn people out there that it does feel I've described it as like surgery and Mm -hmm. it's like a painful surgery, but you know, you're in like the gentlest hands. And it's like the most, the best pain that you could Mm -hmm. ever feel for. But when the Lord is exposing things in your heart, like there will be things that need to be dealt with. And that's not always easy. So for people out there who are like, I don't want to quite address like, the trauma that I've been through or, you know, anything like that, or I'm scared it's like push past it. It's yeah. worth it. Um, and yeah, like the Lord is so gentle in his correction, so gentle in his healing as well. So do you have any last things for my audience to any less advice or prayer or encouragement or, um, or, How would you feel like ending this episode? It's so powerful.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And I could just talk about it forever. Um, I just I'll second what you say about if you're in a place where you've never done any kind of therapy or counseling and maybe someone has said to you like, hey, maybe you should get counseling about this or you just know you probably have some stuff, but you're too scared. Even that is a lie from the enemy that you're believing it's too scary. Just leave it. You'll be fine. Look, you've gotten to 27 years and you've been fine. So just don't worry about it. You'll be fine. Not everybody needs therapy. And it's like, you can just hear how that sounds true. And you're like, yeah, I'm not that. I'm not going to do that. But that is not the truth. The truth is everybody has been through hard things and When you have emotions, you can only shove them or feel them. Those are the only two options. And when we are overwhelmed, we shove because we don't know how to handle the emotion. We don't have someone holding our hand saying, hey, let me walk with you through this. Let me teach you how to lay this down at the feet of Jesus. Let me teach you how to pray through this, especially when we're young. It's so easy to get overwhelmed when you're young because you don't have any emotional tools when you're young. So then you just shove it. Down into the depths, and you convince yourself that it's gone and it is not gone, it will never be gone until you process it with the Lord or in a Splunkna session or with a therapist. So, I want to encourage you whatever form you decide to get therapy in, and it's not just Splunkna's the only way, you can process those things in a large variety of ways. But in now, when the Lord brings up an emotion like bitterness, like um, abandonment, like jealousy, it's not like you have to sit in the yuck of that emotion for an hour and let it just rip you apart, which I think, and I feel like that's the fear people have is like, if I open this door, this thing is going to take me over. I've shoved it for 20 years. I'm not going to survive if I let it out. And that is just not true. That is the lie of the enemy trying to keep you stuck. The enemy wants to keep us stuck in any and all ways possible. He's the deceiver. The truth is, especially, and I can speak to a Splunkno session. Let's say the Lord brings up, you felt abandoned. As the practitioner, I'm going to say, I want you to let yourself feel abandoned for 10 seconds. And all of a sudden, this emotion that you've been using all of your energy to shove and to keep down and to bury and to keep putting layers on top of, because it feels so scary. You can literally get it unstuck by just feeling it for 10 seconds. To me, that's worth it. Would I rather carry it around for the next 20 years, which by the way, requires energy, (laughs) takes a lot of energy to keep things shoved down because they're constantly trying to rise up or do I want to give it permission to be felt, process it, cry about it, feel hot and sweaty, let my heart race, whatever it is for 10 seconds and then it can just dissipate. Um I would I would just really encourage you to trust Jesus to walk you through your pain and to not believe the lie that you can't handle whatever will come up in counseling. And what I like to tell people is um You've already lived through it once. That was the hardest part. Now all the Lord has for you is just the healing side of it. And you can handle it because he's with you and you're not reliving the trauma. You're just healing from it.
0: Yeah. That's so powerful. I used to be the person who is like, I mean, I shoved every emotion possible down to the depths of my soul (laughs) and it is it 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 slowly slowly kills you and drains the energy (laughs) and doing a few splunkness sessions was all that it took for me to give myself permission to stop holding on to it and when something happens like I cry so much now (laughs) and like I um I will laugh like I used to be the person who go like watches a comedian and like chooses not to laugh because I don't want to show emotions like how (laughs) weird why just because I I was so afraid of any any emotion um that I just I was like I'm in control like I don't need my emotions controlling me like emotions Anyways, we could talk yes. about that forever, but the Lord has set me free in such powerful ways, including the power to just feel and experience life, mm-hmm. get it out of my body, and then I can move on. And it's like my emotions aren't controlling me. I'm feeling them for a moment and I'm living the rest of my life. And yes, powerful.
1: I love that so much. You <laughs> permission to feel your own emotions, not let yeah. them control you, but feel them. I will say, I, uh, so, The question I get a lot whenever I speak about SplunkNet for people is like, how do I get signed up for a session? I Mm -hmm. want to try this. So Mm -hmm. if I can, I'll just share um, briefly. There is a website, SplunkNet.com. You can get on, you can look at testimonies of people and more explanation of what it is. Um, But there's also like a find a practitioner in my area. You type in your zip code. It helps you find someone. Not everybody is on that website though. So if you look up your area and there is nobody you can email admin at splonkna.com and just say, hey, I'm looking for a listening prayer certified practitioner that could do it with me via Zoom. And then they can help access more people that are maybe not on that database that you could connect with. And then also, um, uh, Ali had said, we just started this Splunkna podcast. If you want mm-hmm. to hear more conversations about this, because it is relatively new in the therapy world, it's been around for 25 years, which is like a baby therapy in the world of therapy. Um, and so we're just starting with this podcast to get awareness about it, to share cool stories of how people are experiencing God's goodness and healing through this modality. And it's called The Energy to Heal um, on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. So you can head over there if you want to hear more conversations about it.
0: Yes, that's awesome. Is there any other way that you would like people connecting with you or is just the podcast the best way to do that?
1: Um, I also have a TikTok channel. That's more my, uh, a little less of the Splunkna focus. Um, Although I have just started introducing my audience to Splunkna just within the last couple of weeks, just kind of seeing, you know, what is people's receptiveness to it. Um, Mm. A lot of the people on TikTok are not Christians, and this is a very faith-based thing. So um, I'm like, all right, Lord, let's do with this what you want. But on TikTok, I'm at Laura Milliken, Um, And I talk a lot more just about relational components, parenting, marriage, emotional intelligence, emotional health. Um, so you yeah. can find me on there too.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. I will put all of those links in the show notes. So go connect with Laura, go follow her on TikTok if you're on there and make sure you listen to her podcast because it is so great. I have been listening and it's just amazing. So thank you so much for taking time and coming on the show. I so appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. That was fun. I hope you loved today's episode and found it so helpful and encouraging. If you did, would you take 30 seconds to leave a review on the Apple podcast or send this episode to a friend who has been praying for a peaceful home birth? Lastly, make sure you get my free download of my complete home birth essentials checklist. Make sure you have everything ready to go so you're able to feel at peace and confidence leading into your home birth. This printable checklist has all of the important but less glamorous or thought of items that I have found to be so incredibly helpful to have at a home birth after working with many clients in person. Now get it by clicking the link in the show notes and as always thanks for listening and peace be with you.